This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast or welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about being powerful and not in control. I recognize now more than ever that true power is not controlling others, controlling everything around us, but instead to operate as a powerful being under circumstances that may be very well out of our control. This year during COVID, this whole episode, its theme is probably reoccurring given that many of the world circumstances during this pandemic have been out of our control. You've probably experienced a lot of highs and lows, a lot of hardship, difficulty on a personal or professional level. And through that, you've likely strengthened as a powerful being. So oftentimes in the media, we see this image of victims as people who experience hardship. Those are victims, but they're also survivors. And what we don't see is the other side of their journey when they become superheroes, when they become people who experience hardship and continue to grow and strengthen and move past that through healing and through releasing. So for today's agenda, we have first a segment from me on how this topic of being powerful in circumstances of not control arose for me. I'm currently recording from Mexico, Mazunte, by a beach, lots of connection to nature, and so you'll hear about that. Segment two will be some tips on how to release when we are not in control, how to still feel powerful. Three tips. And our last segment will be a culture wreck from Oprah. And if you're listening to this on a Sunday, consider it Super Soul Sunday. Aside from that, I thank you so much for being a listener. Your support means a lot. If you would like to donate, you can donate at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support. If you're not able to support monetarily, your rating and review on Apple Podcasts would make a huge difference. It helps the podcast grow and be found. As a heads up next week, it's to be determined on if there will be an episode regardless. The following week, we will resume. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and let's get into it. This topic became relevant to me this week as I am up and close with Mother Nature. As I mentioned, I arrived to Mazunte, Mexico last week. It is a pretty good meeting ground as my mom moved here to Oaxaca, Mexico, and I didn't really want to meet her in the city. So meeting at the beach was a bit more convenient. It's been wonderful to be here, but as any child of a parent will no, if you had parents, if you experienced that, uh, it's not always the easiest being together. It brings up a lot of old things and childhood things and things that I feel like I've healed and moved past, but it arises still in new ways being with my mom. 
for consecutive days. And during this time, we decided to go from Mazunte, which is a really cool bohemian hippie beach, to a neighboring beach, Zipolite, where the waves are much stronger. I had already been kind of having a bit of a back and forth with my mom and was feeling frustrated and, you know, wanting to be in control and wanting to somewhat control her behavior, etc. And after lunch, decided I'm going to go for a swim. As I walked into the water, it felt amazing. It was a nude beach, so I said, let's go topless. And I crawled uh, my bathing suit top down subtly, as I'm a bit prudish in some ways, and made it into the water. I was up to my waist when the current really started to pull me. Pull me so much so that I was trying to swim backwards and I trained as a swimmer to be a lifeguard at one point. So my swimming skills are good, but they're not up to where they used to be. And that was very clear when I was completely submerged and by waves and another wave kept coming. I decided, okay, let me see if I can move to the rocks and climb my way out. And by the time I moved to the rocks, another wave came and it pushed me against the rocks and I scratched myself. I got about 10 cuts before I was saved by a lifeguard. So it was quite a scene and it happened within five minutes, me being very overconfident, being like, I got this, I'm going to go into the water, swim, and then I'll feel better. And what I experienced during that was just a lot of powerlessness, being hit by these waves being have to be saved, um, coming out of it though, and feeling a lot more humility than I did previously. Because some of the ongoing patterns with my mom is that I am tired um, being a caretaker, feeling like a caretaker to her. But in this moment, I realized everybody needs some taking care of. And I am definitely one who is in that position in that moment. So this is a reoccurring theme just in nature. Mother Nature is so powerful. And as a visual, it's really easy to see it here, being in this dynamic. And in the less specific to, you know, waves and water ways, being powerful doesn't mean that we are always in control. It means that we still consider ourselves or operate as though we are powerful beings when things are not in our control. How we're able to bounce back, how we're able to release, write new stories, write new narratives for ourselves and what's going on in our lives, to reframe, to continue to operate and be in a position of a higher vibration. And as you return to that higher vibration, despite the low vibration you might feel or hard emotions you might feel when going through a particular event, your ability to return back from that valley to the peak because life is just peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys, highs and lows but your ability to return back to that high strengthens you is a true power and I don't think it's one that's highlighted enough from my time of being in the water it definitely was a moment where my lesson was you know, to really be able to let go or be dragged 
So when we're able to release, maybe it's release stories about what we're not doing enough of, release tensions, people that we might be mad at, people we might hold resentment towards, we might release fear around what's not in our control creatively, if there are any collaborative partners you want to work with this year, etc. What is that thing that you wish you could have more control over, but you don't? Our strength really comes when we know that we can release that suffering, we can release that fear, we can release that anger, tension, and continue to move forward and exist in our highest level. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. There's a funny paradox that as we attempt to control circumstances, I try to control my mom, I try to control circumstances around me to alleviate my sense of stress, right? I'm like, she's doing this thing, I want her to stop. I'm going to make her stop. But as I do so, it does not make me feel better because I don't have control of her. She's a separate human being from me. We many times don't have control of circumstances outside of us. These situations continue to compound, all these situations that we can't control. And the only way to win is if we accept that we need to let go. So how do you let go of things you can't control? I'm gonna provide three tips. And the first being actually identify what's in your control and what is not, right? So sometimes we think that we can control other people or control circumstances, and maybe to an extent we can, maybe to a very small extent. So getting really clear on the what. You are in control of yourself. You're in control of your thinking and your actions. And beyond that, usually there's little room for us to have major impact. We can have subtle impact, We can be guiding, but our ability to control, maybe not so much. Also identifying how how you can actually control things. So ask yourself, what am I in control of right now? Sometimes you can actually write out a list of things that are in your control. It doesn't have to be a completely exhaustive list but go through different items and understand which ones you can or cannot control. The uncontrollables. Number two, give yourself the ability to let go. The ability and permission. Instead of churning in frustration, take that moment of identifying that frustration and pause. You know you've found an area that's frustrating you and the rumination on it is not serving you. So rather than continuing to indulge, continuing to remain frustrated, trust in yourself. Give yourself permission to say, no, I got this. 
Once you identify that thing, rather than ruminate in it, you might need to first take that pause, take a deep breath. You've identified that this thing is not going away, but what you can do is swap it. You can swap it for more positive thinking. You can swap it for an intention to release instead. So I tend to use affirmations as a way to help me move past a point of rumination. So if I identify something that's frustrating me, like circumstances with my mom or people, maybe their judgment towards me, I like to say the affirmation, I release the need to control your perception of me. Uh, Another affirmation that you might say is, it's okay for me to let this go. And when those things arise that really annoy you and you know that they're annoying you because they're circulating in your mind, they're causing you stress and anxiety, pause, take a deep breath, and repeat something like, I do not need to hold on to this, or I've done everything I can do, or I'm letting this go. I'm letting this go and say it as many times until it really resonates deeply with you. And finally, moving towards acceptance. Tip three is when we are able to not just let go, but really reframe experiences is when we get to a point of deeper acceptance and deeper empathy. In regards to my mom, there are behavioral patterns that I've observed for multiple decades now. And at this point, there's a need for me to accept. And with that acceptance, though I don't love her behavioral patterns, there's a level of empathy that it does yield me. There's a level of understanding and compassion that I'm able to return to when I accept her and when I accept the circumstances. Acceptance doesn't mean that we approve of others or we approve of circumstances or that we're giving up. It means that we are recognizing that the circumstances are what they are. For instance, this pandemic, for instance, a lot of job insecurity that exists in the world at this time and more so. By doing this, we reduce our personal suffering, rumination, anxiety, stress, etc., and slow down. We slow down to the point where we are operating more mindfully. We're slowing down to the point to which we can actually begin to release truly. We cannot control cars in front of us if we're stuck in traffic, and that's difficult. And we can also view other circumstances in our life similarly. Our culture rec for this episode is Oprah Winfrey's book, The Wisdom of Sundays, Life-Changing Insights from Super Soul Conversations. I recently finished this book in audio, and I really loved it. I used to watch Super Soul Sunday, which is a television show by Oprah, and it was powerful to see these conversations she was having. She explains, if you want to become more fully present and live your life with a wide open heart, then this is the place to come to. So all the conversations that she would have would be hugely soul expanding, inspirational, spiritual, and I think it has definitely enlightened many people who've tuned in. So this 
book is organized into 10 chapters and each one represents Oprah's spiritual journey. It's intimate. There's a lot of personal essays from Oprah herself. There's also a lot of snippets from meaningful conversations she's had. And the excerpts are directly from the show itself. This book works perfectly into the theme of being powerful when things are not in our control because that's how so many people find their way to their spiritual journey. And Oprah's spiritual journey is no different. In this book, it's very clear that many of the people she interviews has also gone through that similar journey of feeling things through after suffering and then learning to release from that coming into their true divine power. One of the quotes that I'll leave you with from the book is this. There is not one experience, no matter how devastating, no matter how torturous it may appear to have been, there is nothing that's ever wasted. Everything that is happening to you is being drawn into your life as a means to help you evolve into who you were really meant to be on earth. It's not the thing that matters. It's what that thing opens within you. Oprah. With that, I hope that you know that you are a powerful being and rather than us continuing to see these heroes as just people who woke up and became heroes. They are people who experienced suffering, learned to release difficult situations, difficult circumstances, release control, and regain their strength. With that, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, your rate and review on Apple Podcasts makes a difference. Your support at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support makes a difference. You can find me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning to release control and regain our power with you.